Welcome everyone to the Nerd Journey Podcast, episode number 61. We're joining you every week to talk IT career progression and bring you the advice we wish we had been given earlier on in our careers. I'm your host, John White, at BJourneyman on Twitter, joined by my co-host, Nick Cordy, at NetworkNerd underscore. Hey, Nick, how's it going? John, I'm doing great, locked and loaded, ready to go. We are both pre-sales technical engineers with backgrounds in IT operations. We hope our career discussions will be vendor neutral, relevant across disciplines, and remain timeless. If you're enjoying our content, please drop us a positive review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you subscribe. And if you want to get in touch with us, tweet or DM at Nerd Journey. Ultimately, we're just two nerds on a journey. A journey to virtual enlightenment. So let's take a trip. Great, Nick. So uh, this week, we're back with part two of our interview with Amy Hervey. Yes, sir. And I really like her advice about blogging. We got a deep dive on that from a marketer's brain. I really like the way she addressed the fears that a lot of people have and ways you can commit or not commit to blogging regularly and what you personally should be getting out of it. Yeah, I also like, um, sorry to interrupt, I also like what you guys were saying, uh, the uh, the desire to, you know, a lot of people want to blog, and then I think you came back with, a lot of people want to want to blog. <laughs> that was funny. Uh, okay, I don't want to give away the episode. I, I also really liked what Amy had to say about uh, books. Like, she gave us a pretty cool reading list. I've been kind of browsing through some of the the free stuff that's available on Google books, um, for each of those. Um, so I think, you know, even just the, the book list, which we'll include in the show notes was really interesting to hear about. I agree. I love it when people come on and share books with us. I try to add them to my want to read list and my audible subscription continues to move forward. But I like how she talked about going overboard in your personal branding or personal promotion and that just amplifying a message to amplify it without trying to engage with your audience can really not be helpful. But you know what, John, just so that I don't go overboard with this and give away the episode, let's get into part two of Amy Hervey. I like that, the especially the part about starting a blog. Uh, do you do you find that most people don't want to do that because it's extra effort, or do they want to do that to stand out? What's been your experience with people wanting to maybe change or grow their brand and to blog or not to blog? <laughs> I think people want to want to blog. It is hard to write something and then put it out on the interwebs for everyone to see and read and criticize potentially, to misconstrue. These are so many fears that people have told me. Uh, what if nobody reads it? What if people say mean things about it? What if nobody notices it at all? Or what if everybody shares and they think I said something I didn't mean? I have supported a lot of people in writing for a company blog by providing 
an estimated word count and helping them with headlines and keywords that will help their content be found online and offering to edit and proofread. Just simple things like that can really help people get their thoughts out into the world because just that little bit of support can be the, the slingshot that they need. If you're concerned that you're going to have typos, just ask somebody who has great spelling. If you're concerned about it being too lengthy or not being clear, have someone edit for length and clarity. If you're concerned that it's not going to be found, think about all the things that somebody might search for that would lead them to your article or to your blog and make sure that those keywords are in there so that those searches will find you. I see no reason why anyone who wants to write a blog shouldn't. Maybe just a guest post on a blog or LinkedIn gives you a perfect platform to simply write an article and publish it on the LinkedIn platform and it remains tied to your own profile. That's great value right there and it's free. And it's a body of work that you can point to when you get a job interview or you write an application for a job or you talk to a recruiter or a hiring manager. Hey, you want to see what I've done or see my thoughts? Go check this out. It sure is. It's really nice to be able to point back to something and see how far you've come. Look at that body of work and the different topics that you've written about. It can also be a great springboard for you to begin writing additional articles or to guest blog or to maybe even start a podcast. Who knows? I wouldn't recommend that. <laughs> it depends on who you're podcasting with, but we won't go into it in this episode. I hear it can be really difficult. <laughs> Just uh, make sure you partner with somebody who doesn't fall asleep ever. <laughs> or someone support. who has their own mentoring school. Whatever works. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness that that's i you know i have to say i mean that's just total gold right like it they're getting over that um you know all the fears of, and all the voices that say i shouldn't because i mean those are uh that's that's super difficult and uh and and also consistently doing something right you the the challenge if you like get past all those hurdles and actually do it, you know, then the challenge becomes, okay, get past all those hurdles and do it, you know, every month. <laughs> right. Baby steps. Or every week. Every week. How often should you do it? That's the question, Amy. It's important not to overcommit. If you decide to write a blog, your own blog, and you decide to make it weekly and then you miss a week, then it's easier to miss the next week and the next week. If you write a blog and don't commit to a, maybe you commit to a friend, maybe you have an accountability partner at work or in a group online, a LinkedIn group, or, or just a, a colleague to hold you accountable to publish something once a month. And perhaps you seek out some particular people and tag them whenever you publish that and say, I would really value your opinion on this. Then you know there are going to be those five or those 10 people who see it and they'll comment. It feels good to be asked for your opinion. 
So whenever you reach out in that way and then you get public responses to it, that is a lot of validation for a writer. That makes a lot of sense. It's the, the simple ideas that I've never thought of. <laughs> Maybe specifically soliciting people's feedback. Wow. <laughs> and maybe if I'm not ready to start blogging, I could share an interesting or thought-provoking paragraph or two just in a lin LinkedIn comment, right? Send that out to the world? Absolutely you can. You can comment on somebody else's work or just share an article that you find particularly compelling and write a little introduction as you share that link. That in itself will help show people the things that are important to you and what your perspective is as you're sharing that. Yeah, I mean, the, the, I want to say one of the very first things that I read and was influenced by was this guy's kind of weekly curated blog post of, hey, here's all the news articles that I found, you know, quite useful to read and why over the past week, right? And um, it was that just... sounds great. Yeah, it was fascinating because, you know, obviously he was taking the time to actually read through these things and filtering them, right? Saying, well, this wasn't worth it. This wasn't worth it. And so you only got like the good stuff. And then maybe your, my taste and his taste, you know, only overlapped like 70%, but still like that was a whole, you know, he was saving me a lot of time and, and it was interesting to, uh, it, when people say, you know, here's what I liked about this. Here's what I liked about this. They're really kind of showing how they think as well. So you're getting insight into how that person, you know, evaluates those kinds of things. So um, it's, a, it's a way of marketing oneself that I hadn't really thought about before, just by curating a list of articles. And it sounds like you're not really going to be able to quantify or know the impact truly of what you're writing and sending out there at any point in time. It, it sounds the same as, you know, I used, I used to be a math teacher. So years later, I might have a student say, hey, you know, you, I really learned a lot in your class. And that just kind of blows you away. Like, oh, wow, I actually made an impact. So somebody might say something to you about it, but you're not necessarily doing it for the kudos. No, you're really not. If you have something that you feel compelled to share, perhaps it's something that you wish you'd known early in your career or a lesson that you learned from a mistake you made. Uh, I am working on a, a post right now I'll share soon on LinkedIn about a race with no finish line and a lesson that I learned from that. It's just a way of sharing your own learning or your experience or throwing an idea out there to help somebody else get started. Yeah, a springboard, like, you know, that's, again, just a really another terrific idea. Um, Amy, is, is there like maybe a list of um, books or, or articles that, that somebody who doesn't have a marketing background could read and, and maybe get started in this idea of like this frame of, of mind, frame of reference of, of marketing? Um, you know, either they want to get into technical marketing um, or marketing, or they just want to have that frame of reference when they're thinking about their personal brand and reputation. One thing I think is really valuable, not so much, not a book or a blog per se, but to really evaluate your own presence on 
social media? Where do you want to be? And why did you choose that one? Instagram, for instance, is photo-based. Facebook, LinkedIn, everything has a different format and a different, there are several differences in the, in the type of platform. So choose wisely, whether it's going to be a blog or on social media that you're marketing yourself. But in terms of marketing principles and books that are out there that would really help anybody that doesn't necessarily have a, a marketing background, I loved What to Do When It's Your Turn and It's Always Your Turn by Seth Godin. He has a lot of great books out there. Uh, Purple Cow, What Are You Going to Do With That Duck? But Seth Godin is an absolute marketing guru, and he publishes an excellent blog. You can just Google Seth's blog and find that he publishes daily and has not missed a single day in many, many years. Another really impressive marketer, to me, is Bernadette Jiwa. She wrote Marketing a Love Story and Fortune Cookie Principles. She is just, uh, she's an excellent writer and she has a blog as well called The Story of Telling. And I think that uh, whether or not you have a marketing background or are simply interested in connecting more easily and more deeply with your customers or your clients or even your online audience on your chosen platform that those are two that would make a difference for you it might also help you get off dead center about writing a blog or publishing your first article here's what i want to know amy if we flip what we just talked about on its head and say how do i know if I've gone overboard in marketing myself, is there is there a good measure to determine that? Because I feel like sometimes in the desire to get helpful information out there, we can go overboard. Okay. Um, I say sure, sure you can. If you're not having interactions that you want and you're not growing, you're following, you're probably not doing it right. You may just be shouting a message rather than engaging with your audience. Sometimes you'll have somebody out there who all they do is repost whatever their company has posted and they, they never comment on it. Uh, they just retweet or repost or share their the message from a particular company. Uh, usually the one they work for, maybe one that they just follow or like. But it doesn't give you any insight into what that person thinks or why these things matter to them. And it just becomes noise. What that person thinks and why it matters to them. Like yes. that, that, that's the, the, the critical thing there. And, and you're absolutely right. I see it all the time. You know, someone reposts an article. Why'd you repost that? Is it because you thought that it was terrible? Is it because you really enjoyed what it was saying? Like, you know, what's the context? <laughs> a lot of people may feel pressured to promote their company online, honestly. Um, we give these brand guidelines out there and we say, okay, well, you can only use this color blue and you need to use this font and all of that. And so we say, follow us on social media. Well, they do. And they think, well, I'm not really sure what to say. So I'm just going to repeat what they said. Imagine 
if you went out in public and everything you said, the person next to you repeated and the person next to him repeated, that's basically what we have here as an example. It, that doesn't work. So if you can use your own expertise and your own insights and comments to add value to that for your own connections, like why, why does this matter? And what did you read in this article? Like somebody will post periodically a bulleted list and you'll see people say, boy, number three really, really resonated with me because of a personal experience. Well, that just gives you it opens the door for you to say, what was your personal experience? Or, wow, number three really does resonate. But also this, this fifth bullet here, it, it, I had a personal experience with that and, and it hit me really hard. And obviously I'm making this generic, but bulleted list and, and numbered lists do give a great opportunity to comment on something that will cause the person to actually read the article as well kind of a fun opportunity. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, I mean, in your scenario, you know, just the kind of echoing message that that does maybe benefit the originator of the message, but it does nothing for the people who are, you know, reposting, right? So they might be helping to um, magnify a message, a marketing message, but they're doing nothing to um, put their own brand or their own stamp or help magnify, you know, why they might be someone who's, you know, worth engaging in a conversation with. At that point, I'm not entirely sure that it helps the company. If they're, if they have people just repeating exactly what's there. Um, if no, that's they, true. You know, it, it can go either way, honestly. Some, yeah. If you have strong images uh, or very informational posts, then then that could be of a benefit. But if, if you don't, it's just being repeated and repeated. That's that's not pretty, and it it doesn't amplify their message. It just repeats it. If I'm connected with somebody on Twitter or LinkedIn for a specific reason, and they all I'm getting from them are retweets or reposts of things that I'm not connect like that are off topic for our relationship and that's all that they discuss, then I'm more likely to kind of remove them from my feed. So they're, you know, not like unfollow or unfriend or, or whatever. It's just, well, I don't want to see that. Right. So now they've lost out on the ability to have relevant discussions with me or, you know, so it, it's, and it takes a while, right? But if it's like everything that you see is about, you know, like an off topic, like a, even a very specific off topic topic, right? Like I, I'm connected with somebody and all I see is like um, American youth soccer pictures, you know, and it's a professional relationship that I have with them on LinkedIn. Um, you know, like, you know, I'm probably more likely to want to stop seeing those images. <laughs> That's understandable. That's the wrong forum for that. If you you said you connected with this person for a reason, and if they are not being true to their brand, to the reason that you connected with them, or they're misusing the platform, or they've just gone off the rails in whatever direction, it's really, really easy to discount anything that they do say they're losing their credibility with you. And it's very simple to just hit mute on them. 
we can connect with people who have pretty polarizing opinions. But if they are speaking the truth or sharing revelatory information, if they are someone that we truly identify with, we remain open to those thoughts and insights and opinions. And they may not be, th those same things may be hurtful or offensive to someone else. You need to really know your audience and to connect with them and speak their language. You, you can't and you shouldn't be all things to all people. I mean, human beings aren't Amazon or, or Google or Ikea. Um, my grandmother, and I'm, I know she wasn't the first to say it, but she said, I'd rather be someone's shot of whiskey than everyone's cup of tea. <laughs> I'm trying to decode that. Maybe I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> well, to have a, a really strong opinion or a strong uh, personal brand, then just being bland and never oh, sharing, okay. never really putting yourself out there. Whenever you express a strong opinion or you say that you're passionate about a particular thing, even whenever you publish a blog or an article, you make yourself vulnerable. You open yourself up to criticism and uh, really whenever you're not secure in your information or in your writing skills or in the what you're basing your opinion on then that can be a really tough time yeah that's uh very insightful I, I i need to come up with different language to uh to endorse what you're saying um over and over again just sounds <laughs> like you just need better metaphors john that's true uh, yeah uh, we'll we'll work on that yeah. <laughs> you're brilliant we'll work <laughs> <laughs> We're going to come up with a, a soundboard of me just saying, you're brilliant. I like it. I would make that my ringtone. We need an audio clip to just play John saying that to someone. Yeah. Like one of those easy buttons. Mm -hmm. That That'd was easy. Mm -hmm. Here's a, another question, Amy. Along these lines, if I'm promoting my own personal brand a lot and I work for company XYZ and it may not necessarily be promoting that company's brand, does that company perceive what I'm doing as threatening in any way or would my coworkers perceive that as threatening? Well, they shouldn't. They should not perceive it as threatening. Uh, just make sure that you are either brand agnostic and, unless you're authorized to represent your company and if you do mention your company, they'll always be positive. Talk positively about your experiences or be make it clear that you are not in your opinion there or in your statement that you're not speaking on behalf of the company. If you publish an article just because you're employed by a particular company doesn't mean that that article represents them. If you're writing a blog for that company, obviously it does if they publish it. But as far as a company being threatened by someone's personal brand or, or them trying to get their reputation out there online, I don't see that to be a big issue. If there's a concern, then I would recommend uh, talking with your company leadership and uh, about your personal branding. 
a good company likely has something in place to help you with that process because that's part of leadership is knowing who you are, what you stand for, and how you want to present yourself. You're brilliant. <laughs> Thank you, John. Oh, my goodness. I, nice timing, by the way. <laughs> that was great. I really appreciate the time that you've given us and, and lending us your expertise. Is, um, is there anything that, you know, maybe we as a community, you know, people who are, you know, striving and, and working on career advancement uh, should know that maybe we haven't covered? I think the biggest thing I could say would be to know yourself, take some time and really evaluate your skills, your strengths and your weaknesses. Capitalize on those things that you're really good at and that you're passionate about. And develop your own personal brand, your online personal reputation. Take the plunge and write a blog, write an article, and then do it again and do it again until you get to the point where if you could remove the logo or remove your byline from your work, that your audience would still know it's you. That's really terrific. I, I, I don't want to say you're brilliant again, but yes, yes, that is brilliant. <laughs> Should I say it? <laughs> yes. You're brilliant, maybe. We, if we could alternate. I think I've heard great. a mic drop in the background after that. Oh, you're goodness. brilliant. Isn't that what that was? Yeah. Um, Amy, can you, uh, do you have a social media presence, a professional presence that uh, maybe our listeners could follow? Um, do you publish a blog or um, is that mostly internal or? Uh... <laughs> uh, you can find me on LinkedIn. That's where I spend most of my professional time online. And I have published a couple of articles and I do facilitate blogs for my company. And I'm certainly open to reading blogs or articles for other folks if they would like some input or just another set of eyes. Is that a, a service um, that your um, company provides for, for other companies, like a, as a client service? Um, no. Launching no, that's a, just a, a personal offer from me because ah, okay. I, know what it's, I know what it's like to be starting out and wanting to write, wanting to publish and get out there, and it's hard. Pricing and packaging to come. <laughs> right. Yeah, you got to be careful uh, offering your services on the nerd journey. You might get, <laughs> you might get pulled into uh, the, the Nick Cordy school of, uh, of uh, wrapping other people's offers. <laughs> hey, look, I'm just trying service. to create a marketing culture for the show, okay? All right, all right. Developing a marketing culture is important. It is. <laughs> Amy, thank you so much for your time. We've really enjoyed talking to you. It's been fun. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks, Amy.
Man, Nick, it was it was really great to hear Amy's uh, takes on some of that stuff. Uh, still, you know, right at the closing, she talked about self-evaluation, which we've talked about before. It was great to hear that again. And then the idea of just getting started, you know, just take the plunge, I think she said, um, you know, do something, write an article, you know, do anything as an activity for, you know, creating your personal brand and being part of your self-promotion. And, and a lot of people get stuck on the idea of, you know, not knowing exactly what to write about or worrying about it not being great at first. And, you know, I think we're both here to say, don't you shouldn't worry about that. It almost certainly won't be great at first. <laughs> you just have to get into it and get better and get better and get better through repetition and practice. And almost, I would say, iteration. Oh, absolutely. You know, the John White School of Mentoring actually emphasizes the career iteration process. And all these principles in some way or another are part of the curriculum that you can receive if you send that tweet out to at Nerd Journey today for pricing and packaging. So <laughs> you can take the plunge and jump right in. But seriously, I like the way that Amy even offered up her own time to help other people with their writing if they want to put something out there. Yeah. And, that and that super practice. generous. Yeah. Because there are people out there who will help you if you're not confident enough to just throw something together and publish it. You know, John and I will help you. Or I will. I don't know about John, but I definitely will. Definitely. But as we close, just a reminder, we want people to subscribe and give us a positive review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. We want to know if we're being helpful and are always looking for interesting questions to ponder. We're collectively on Twitter, at Nerd Journey. All right. Farewell, listeners. Tune in next time as the journey continues. I'm John White at B Journeyman for Nick Cordy at Network Nerd underscore signing off. Adios.